Back in January, when Reddit mania was sending some stocks to the stratosphere, one company used that ride to its advantage. AMC, the world's biggest movie theater chain. AMC surging. I mean, surging isn't even the word for it. AMC, their shares at one point quadrupled today. Companies like AMC took advantage of the Reddit army, pumping up their shares. For AMC, the stakes were high. CEO Adam Aaron had been fighting off bankruptcy after the pandemic shut down movie theaters. Five times in the last 11 months, AMC was within somewhere between six and 12 weeks of running out of cash. Adam would need to raise billions of dollars at a time when the company's very existence was in question. And through a combination of financial ingenuity and luck, he did it. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Tuesday, March 2nd. Coming up on the show, how AMC came back from the brink with the help of an unexpected band of retail investors. It can be hard to see the challenges the people we work with are facing. Addressing these invisible struggles can make us and our companies healthier. Join Holly Robinson-Pete on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Typically in my work, CEOs never want to talk to me because I'm sort of like... You know, I'm really digging up some dirt on their company. Our colleague Alexander Gladstone covers companies in dire financial straits. And while CEOs aren't usually excited to talk to him, that hasn't been the case with the CEO of AMC, Adam Aaron. Adam Aaron called me out of the blue, and he sort of surprised me. And he said, yeah, this is Adam Aaron. And then he like chatted for like an hour. He's just a talkative kind of guy. I began, you know, checking in on him every now and then and saying, you know, how are things going? And can you tell me a little bit about Adam Aaron? Adam Aaron, he has a a long career in sort of the leisure business. He ran Vail Resorts. He was also a major hotel executive. And he's been at AMC for about five years. I see him as sort of a creature of show business. Like, he's been described by some of his colleagues as being like P.T. Barnum. He's very bombastic, has a very bullish mentality about things and is very talkative. But Adam's bullish mentality met its match when the pandemic hit. All of AMC's theaters had to close down. And Adam says AMC had to jump into survival mode. Literally overnight, we went from being a company that had five and a half billion dollars a year of revenue to a company that essentially had no revenue at all. And it became clear that we were going to run out of cash because our monthly cash burn at the time in ballpark figures was around $100 million a month. Even after we had slashed operating expenses. To keep up with those expenses, AMC tapped all of its credit lines. But it wasn't enough. And the company had to borrow more money. They did a bond deal 
They raised $500 million from the bond market, and they thought that would be enough. At the time they did that in April, they were like, okay, well, this is we're probably good for a while. And then it became pretty clear to everyone this crisis was not going away. And boom, the, the money just evaporated. So then they began negotiating with some of their creditors, seeing if they could structure some kind of new financing deal where they could eliminate some debt and get some new debt and shuffle things around like that. And they were successful. They strung together a number of deals. How much money did they raise in those deals? They've raised about a billion dollars of debt ever since the pandemic began. And that's mostly from big-time institutional investors. But AMC was still running out of cash. And Adam says some of those creditors were getting antsy. They correctly surmised we had a lot of unprofitable theater leases that we were stuck with. And remember, this was July. Our theaters were all shut. We didn't know when they would reopen. We were burning through cash. With AMC burning cash, its creditors began to urge the company to take a more drastic option, file for bankruptcy. Here's Alexander. AMC's creditors, at least their their top creditors, began pushing the company to file and telling Adam Aaron, you know, we want you to file. We think you should file because you have too much debt your theaters are shut. Let's just restructure this whole thing and just sort of start again. We have to restructure. If AMC's creditors were successful, they would set in motion a process where they'd stand to gain. That's because when a company files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, a court takes account of everything the company owns and then divvies it up between all the company's stakeholders, from the creditors to the stockholders to the employees. But there's an order to who gets paid out first. At the top of that list are the company's creditors. And shareholders, they're all the way at the bottom. Generally, they lose everything. So was Aaron willing to have AMC declare bankruptcy? He was adamant. He was totally committed to doing everything he could to avoiding bankruptcy. And he said, you know, I realized it was a real possibility and that we had to prepare for that possibility and create a contingency plan, but I would do everything I could to avoid having to file. I think it was a matter of pride for him that he just did not want to be the CEO of a company that entered into Chapter 11. I believe that my job was to look out for all stakeholders of the company. We need to prepare professionally for bankruptcy if that's the road we're going to embark upon. But if we can save the company, that was the preferable path. But time was running out, so Adam threw a Hail Mary. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Global X ETFs. Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the Global X Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing carefully, consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Company. 
This episode is brought to you by Citizen M. There's no better feeling than finishing work for the day, sipping an ice-cold soda, and nuzzling down into a Citizen M bed. Recharge your brain and batteries at Citizen M Hotels. They're in the tech cities. Menlo Park, Miami, Austin, New York, San Francisco, where people like you work, sleep, and play. Book now at citizenm.com slash the journal. With bankruptcy looming, Adam needed to raise money, and he decided to try an unusual strategy, selling new AMC stock through something called an at-the-market, or ATM, offering. Basically, AMC would make new shares to sell and see if anyone would buy them. I just remember saying, throwing out, well, what about an ATM effort? Because by that point, it seemed like an idea to pursue, and we reached out to City and Goldman, and got going on a 30 million share ATM. And by the way, there were plenty of people who were telling us, I won't say who, you're not gonna raise 10 cents with this ATM effort and no company has ever tried to raise so much capital with an ATM before, which I don't know if that was true or not, but that's what they were telling us. AMC went ahead with the ATM offering in August, but there was the risk that no one would buy the shares. Given its struggles, AMC was kind of a tough sell, and a lot of people thought the plan wouldn't work. People thought it was like a quixotic effort or or doomed to fail effort, that there's no way he'd raise any money. And if he did, it would be from very gullible investors and people who didn't know any better. So given AMC's situation, that it's on the verge of bankruptcy, how did the company try to convince investors to buy its stock? They did this combination of offering these shares and sort of indicating that, hey, we're offering this, we are a great company, we're going through a little bit of trouble, and with this sort of implicit pitch that if you help the company out now, you might help it make it to the other side of the pandemic, and then there could be a brighter future and your investment could be worth a lot more. But at the same time, they had to comply with the disclosure requirements, and they had to say in these offerings, there's a meaningful possibility that we're going to go bankrupt. But the ATM offering totally worked. AMC brought in $99 million, buying Adam a lifeline. And so he did it again and again, bringing in millions more. And that shifted the dynamics between Adam and AMC's creditors. At that point, Adam Aaron stopped interacting with them. Because he didn't need to anymore because he was already raising cash from the stock market. So he's like, well, if, you know, if, if I'm still paying interest on your debt, I don't need to, to deal with you, at least not. I mean, you know, of course, it's always a polite and professional back and forth. But like, he's like, you guys aren't breathing down my neck anymore. You know, I have other ways of getting cash. The uh, creditors, they gave him a bankruptcy proposal and even offered to finance a billion dollars of bankruptcy financing. And he said, no, I don't think that we, that we need this right now. I want to see if I keep on raising money in the stock market. And AMC did just that. They raised hundreds of millions of dollars in several more ATM offerings. Then in January, they hit the jackpot. The hashtag SaveAMC started floating around. And then you could see that on some of these Reddit forums and on Twitter, some of the GameStop people were saying, AMC is next. Let's go after AMC. And then 
the stock just went on a tear. Movie theater chain AMC saw its stock surge more than 300% after the hashtag SaveAMC began trending on Twitter. AMC is one of the Reddit crowd's favorite stocks. They have been pushing this one big. A line from the Reddit chat, don't miss AMC, the next GME. A combination of things happened. Like as one source close to the company described it, like they put themselves in the position for lightning to strike and then lightning struck. AMC's stock tripled in value over three days at the end of January. Some of the buying frenzy was based on supporting a company investors felt nostalgia for. But also, that week, AMC had said bankruptcy was no longer an imminent threat, thanks to all the money from the ATM offerings. And that gave the Reddit investors something to hold on to. When they demonstrated that they were able to avoid bankruptcy, at least for now, then they caught fire. And then the stock exploded, and it became a meme. And then they raised even more money and became even healthier, essentially. It sort of took on a life of its own. When the stock price took off, AMC was still selling shares in an ATM offering. And those shares were snapped up as the Reddit rally began to catch fire. The mania helped AMC bag another $300 million from the stock market. And over the span of six weeks, Adam says the company raised more than a billion dollars. It was so important for AMC to raise cash to bolster our financial reserves. The only thing, the only emotion I have about having raised $1,222,000,000 was happiness, satisfaction, and pride. So after nearly a year of struggling to keep the company afloat, Alexander says Adam has now positioned AMC for survival. And is it fair to say that the Reddit frenzy saved AMC from bankruptcy? It would be more fair to say that AMC already put itself like 90% of the way to avoiding bankruptcy. This sort of pushed it over the edge. What's interesting is that the retail investor, the small-time investor, I should say, they saw something in the company that the professional investors on Wall Street didn't see, or, or at least not many of them. The small-time investors saw, you know what? I don't care if this company is, is going to go bankrupt. I believe in it. And because enough people did that, they created a self-fulfilling prophecy where then they're making more money and then they become less likely to go into bankruptcy and then they raise even more. I think the company now is in a materially stronger position because of these events. And I believe that he even said they have enough cash now to last them for, I think, most of the rest of this year, even if the pandemic doesn't get any better. That's all for today, Tuesday, March 2nd. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.